Wasn't particularly pretty, but it was a win. A win is a win. Good morning. I am Jamie Lynch. You are listening to The Fanatic at 5 as we lead you up to the morning show today. Uh, but yes, the Eagles beat the Colts yesterday in Carson Wentz's return. You know, Carson Wentz took the field, marched him right down there, and found Dallas Goddard in the end zone to start the game. And then it was kind of quiet somewhat after that. Uh, I think the running backs stepped up big time yesterday for the the back of the end uh, of the rotation guys there. Wendell Smallwood, Corey Clement, and even Josh Adams had a couple nice touches. Uh, But Smallwood played great. He was uh, better than I expected. Corey Clement was somewhat limited. I think he only had six touches uh, carry-wise, but was productive when when he was in there. And and Josh Adams played a nice role. But yes, Carson Wentz returned. He looked great. All that mattered was, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous with the wet field going out there to start the game and, and the knee situation. But he he looked great. He really did. The way he was cutting in the pocket, the way he was avoiding pressure. Uh, he even ran for a couple first downs and dove. Um, you know, tremendous, tremendous stuff from him. He looked great. He really did. And the Eagles need some weapons. <laughs> I mean, having Jay Ajayi and Darren Sproles out obviously hurts them. Alshon Jeffrey definitely hurts them. Uh, but Nelson Aguilar was non-existent yesterday. And the Eagles, you know, the tight ends were a massive part of the game plan. Uh, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard combined for 13 catches, 156 yards, and a, t- and a touchdown. Um, you know, they each led the team in receiving with 73 receiving yards. Uh, D- Josh Perkins also had one catch for 10 yards. Uh, but listen to this stat. First time two Eagles tight ends have registered 70-plus receiving yards in the same game since Ray, excuse me if I get this wrong, Poag and Pete Retzlaff versus Dallas in 1965. So pretty uh, pretty incredible those two were able to give you the, the games they did. It looked like Zach Ertz was on pace for about 25 catches, uh, you know, those first couple drives of the game there. And then it kind of slowed down a little bit. Uh, but Carson Wentz talked about after the game, and Sam, if you can grab the one where he's talking about getting, um, you know, just being back out there and, and feeling good. Uh, here's Carson after the game talking about what his body uh, was going through. That's just him. That's the aggressive nature that, that he plays with. And those are types of plays that you just make, you just do. It's just, it's just instinct, you know, and, and it's something you don't, you don't coach. And, and uh, it was a great play, great way to get a first down and, and keep us on the field. That was Doug talking about Carson diving for the first downs. Uh, if you can grab the one about Carson talking about, you know, finally being out there, you know, I'm sure it was a sense of relief for him to get out on the field to knock that rust off and know, you know, the knee was was there for him. And, you know, it's all it's all about baby steps with the confidence in the knee. So here's Carson after the game. I felt good to finally be out there. And it's kind of a long time coming, obviously. A lot of excitement, a lot of emotions. But um, coming out the, the way we did with that hot star going right down the field, uh, going some no-huddle tempo, I felt good. felt good. Uh, yeah, and obviously he they did rely some on, on the running game yesterday. And Carson talked about that after the game. You know, he kind of just says, look, it's what the Colts were kind of giving us. And and the best part about Carson is what he sees pre-snap. And, you know, here here he is talking about why they were in the running game as much as they were. 
Yeah, I mean, the running game was huge. You know, we had a lot of um, no huddle kind of checks at the line based on what we were getting coverage-wise, and they were playing a lot of soft um, zone coverage. So, you know, the, the running game helped us a lot in the passing game. And, um, you know, obviously we're down a little bit with Sproles and Ajayi out. So um, getting Wendell, getting, you know, Josh Adams going, and then Corey, uh, I think those, those guys all stepped up and played a good football game. So, yeah, I mean, you saw him at the line. He was, you know, making his calls, making his changes, you know, all game long. So, you know, it's it's just great to have him back. You know, it, it, but they need weapons. They they need a playmaker. They need, I think even with Alshon Jeffrey back, you're going to need somebody else. And, you know, Kamar Aiken was non-existent yesterday. Uh, Josh Perkins, again, was part of the game plan, which I don't really get. Uh, but it was good to see Dallas Goddard get involved. Uh, but Jordan Matthews, I think, had two catches, I want to say, for like 40, 40 yards or so. He was your highest uh, yards per catch receiver yesterday on, on the day. So, you know, not bad to see there. But it, I think it's pretty clear to almost everybody that they need some type of weapon on the outside to help them out. They need some kind of playmaker. Uh, we'll see what happens with Jay Ajayi and Darren Sproles. Uh, but Alshon's getting close. He was on the field yesterday practicing before the game, warming up. So hopefully he's he could be back as early as this week, maybe the following week. Uh, but he's needed big time. He he opens that, that field up for the rest of the, the receivers. But, but I think it's pretty clear they need somebody. Uh, yesterday, Rodney McLeod left the game with a knee injury. On a on a tackle down by like the ten or twelve yard line in their own territory, he, he kind of he he got lucky because his leg almost was hyperextended and planted in the ground when it got hit, but his cleat kind of popped out of the ground, uh, so it looked like kind of just a direct hit to the knee, uh, and hopefully, knock on wood, more of like a bruise uh, contusion type of situation than anything ligament related. Because uh, obviously you, you don't want to lose Rodney McLeod. He's one of your starting safeties and uh, a big part of this team. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. Jalen Mills is another guy that uh, on the Twitter timeline yesterday was was receiving uh, some hate. Uh, and, you know, I, I do think it's a little unwarranted. He basically for the majority of the game was, was on T.Y. Hilton. And T.Y. Hilton's a pretty good receiver. And Jalen Mills battled and... You know, T.Y. had five catches for 50 yards, and I think Jalen battled. And I think Jalen's strength, obviously, is his tackling. He's become a uh, a magnet for Eagles, you know, Twitter and conversation lately. I think he gets a little bit overhated. Uh, he made a great tackle for a loss yesterday. He's one of the best tacklers in that secondary. And, and Bob, when you see him in a red zone situation where speed is taken out of the equation, this dude's a battler, and he... He's usually in good position to fight for a ball. And you saw that there was one play in the end zone yesterday where he, he kind of knocked one down. And he, he, when you take the speed out of the equation, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good player. Yeah, he's kind of the epitome of Ben don't break, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and that's exactly what Schwartz is looking at. Uh, yeah, being at the game yesterday, it, it was it was unbelievable. Uh, How wet was it? it? 
It was wet. <laughs> uh, when I got in the car and took off my jackets and hoodie and stuff, they must have weighed 60 pounds. But it was like constant. It was just that constant yeah, hard stop. dribble. No, yeah. drizzle. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't horrible. And, of course, the field looked fine. They do a great job of that. But so our seats, a buddy of mine took me, and our seats are right there where the players come out the entrance. Mm. And to watch Carson come out and oh, the steam hey. going, and, you know, we were close enough where you can see his face. And he was just like, I'm back. Yeah. You know, and, and he has his arms spread and this huge smile on his face and you know Doug did a great job you go no huddle right out right off the bat he looked great and it was it was the first it, drive was the highlight of the game it was it <laughs> was he thought it was uh, I'm not going to say it I wasn't going to say how, I, how many points I thought they might score but I thought they were just going to roll up on him um, but you know you mentioned it James that, that they just don't have weapons right now no. they really don't and and it shows and, and Carson Carson won you that game simply because he's a playmaker and that's yeah. what we said about Nick Foles he's not and that fourth quarter play to Aguilar where he breaks the tackle, breaks free from the pocket, hits Aguilar. Aguilar dives, gets the first down, keeps things going. That drive was really impressive. That was an 11 minute and 17 second drive in the fourth quarter when you needed to slow it because, you know, the scoring wasn't rampant at any point. So, you know, uh, kudos to Doug for realizing, all right, I got to slow this down. One score might win this game. And that was an impressive drive. They ran the ball well. Uh, you know, the running backs, they stepped up. I was yeah. really impressed with Smallwood, Clement, and even Josh Adams. Yeah, Josh here. Adams peeled off a couple of runs. Yeah, it was, uh, it was good. Uh, but that drive was, was paramount. 11 minutes. That's, in the that's amazing. Quarter. That's almost a full quarter yeah. drive. Like, and I didn't even realize it at the time. And then after they scored, you know, it started popping up on Twitter. Like, yeah. that drive was 11 minutes. And I was like, wow. Like that's yeah. that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's 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 funny. And as I'm watching yesterday, like the similarities that you start because you can't help but go back to last year. You can't help it. Although yeah. I've I've been a big advocate of saying don't do it. Don't don't compare this year to last year. Don't say things are okay this year because they already won the Super Bowl last year. No, this is his own year. But if you remember after the second game last year, what we were all over Doug about was not running the football. I know. Okay, after what we were all over Doug about after the second game was where's Dallas Goddard? Yeah. And, you know, they used him very, very effectively yesterday. 73 yards. Watching Carson in the pocket, James, it's just a thing of beauty. You know, the way his head goes, boom, boom, boom. Oh, there it is. Whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, and he knows where the pressure, you know, it's like a sixth sense with quarterbacks. You can always kind of, you don't have to see it, but you can feel it. And he feels the pressure. I mean, to me, that's one of the, that that is what defines the good to great quarterbacks is right. pocket awareness. Yeah. And when you have that sense of, you know, just being able to move at the right time, it's the it's the biggest game changer in the world. Yeah, and the way he was moving around in the pocket yesterday, good. I you were the one person I was thinking <laughs> of. Good. I'm like, Jamie, don't be scared, James. Don't be scared. <laughs> He's, all right. He's all right. He's all right. He's back. The rain the rain did have me a little uh, little nervous at the start because, you know, you, it can lead to a hyperextension rather quickly. Uh, and let's hope Rodney McLeod dodged a bullet there because I don't know if he saw the replay. Yeah, but it I was did. it was similar to Carson's, uh, you know, guy dive at the goal line in L.A. last year, where it was kind of like crunched and his. Luckily, his cleat didn't stick in the turf, and when he got hit, because that would have been nasty, his, yeah. his foot came out, so it was kind of direct blow to the knee. Uh, so let's hope there's no ligament damage there, obviously. Uh, but Lincoln Financial Field has become a true home field advantage for the Eagles. Let me, uh, let me read you some stats about them at home right now. Read me some stats, Jay. Uh, you know, I love reading this stuff, and it's kind of you know eye-popping a little bit. Because you, you almost forget in a way how dominant they've been lately. So, including the playoffs, the Eagles are seventeen and three in the last twenty games, as well as twenty and four in the last twenty-four overall. 
The Eagles' 17-3 and record since week 3 of 2017 marks their best 20-game stretch since 2004. Uh, the last time the Eagles won 20-plus games in a 24-game stretch was also in 2004. Uh, since 2016, the Eagles own a 17-3 and record at Lincoln Financial Field, including the playoffs, marking the best home winning percentage in the NFL during that span. The Eagles have won each of their last four games, home games, including the playoffs. Uh, overall, they've won 13 of its previous 14 home games, dating back to Week 16 in 2016, with the only loss coming in the 27 finale to Dallas. Uh, the Eagles have improved to 2-0, and at home in each of their first three seasons under Doug Peterson. So wow. They're a dominant team at home. They the best in the are. NFL over the like you know, seventeen and three. And that the way the defense is is playing at home, it's it's amazing. It really is they're amazing. Two different teams. They are, and and that's as amazing as it is, that's concerning. You know, that they bit, go on yeah. the road and they don't carry it with them. But watching them fly around yesterday, Chris I mean, Long is just, uh, his his motor is, is so impressive, especially when you see it live. And I, I thought the offensive line did a hell of a job yesterday, too. And that's that's why you, you got so many good runs. But their red zone defense at, at home, it, it, I, I just have this confidence of, oh, the other team's not going to score. Yeah. They got yeah. this. It's, it's almost like you don't mind when the other team gets yeah. inside the I mean, because Carson turned the ball over in two crucial situations inside your own red zone, uh, you know, that should be almost 14 Automatic. free points for yeah. the Colts. And the defense held them to a field goal each time, and that was probably the key to the game. Yeah, no question about it. If the Colts go in there, you're looking at something entirely different. And uh, I don't know what it is about this team. You know, you're down 16-13. They have the ball, and and I didn't feel it there. And it didn't feel like no. a lot of people felt it wasn't anxious. It wasn't anxiety You don't, you don't feel that was, with Carson. No, not with Carson. And then you figure, all right, if they score defense, I'll hold. It's, it's just that winning mentality, that winning attitude that, that, that everyone has now, including the team. You know, that defense shoring it up yesterday and getting the sack with a minute and whatever it was, 13 to go. You just expect it out of them anymore. Yeah. Team. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty incredible. It was a great game. Paul and Chester's on the line. Wants to talk about the game yesterday. What's going on, Paul? Yeah, great game. you got to be kidding me, man. That's a four-win four team we beat yesterday. The Eagles look atrocious. The play call is horrible. I don't know what's going on with Dougie Peterson, but he needs to figure it out because I sat through that garbage yesterday. I am mad. I am mad that I had to pay all that money to watch. I can watch a peewee game better than that game. I mean, it, it was horrible. The only one good play was the drive in the first quarter, and then I don't know what Dougie was doing, but... I am. I'm not going to pay any more money to watch this garbage. We're a Super Bowl winning team, and we should be playing down to a team like that. That's all I got, man. I'm sick of it. All right, see you, Paul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, the Colts are a better team than you can't judge. It's tough in the NFL when things change year to year to uh, judge they a have team. A new quarterback this year? Yeah, they Hello. they are not a four win team anymore. Andrew Luck is back. Their defense is much improved. You saw Darius, Darius Leonard is a, dude. How he about is a that monster? Guy? He's Maniac. everywhere. He, He's that guy that I told you about that we talked about when. I don't care if you're watching a youth game, whatever game, maybe somebody always sticks yeah. out. And he, he stuck he's out. That. Oh, my God. He's a hell he's of a good. player. Uh, and they had those blitz stunt packages for him that got Carson twice. Uh, I think, and he covers. I, I think I think Carson got uh, sacked five times on the game yesterday. Why is that guy even calling? Because he pays a lot of money and he wasn't happy with the product. I what, don't know. what money did he pay for? Watching it on TV? That guy wasn't down at the stadium. 
That's what he said. Why? Come on, listen to the tone of that phone call. You think the guy that mad? I don't that really angry? care that much. Like, but, but he what? got it off his chest, and it, I'm moving on with my no, day. It was, it was a tr- you want to dive into like his backstory and what he does for a job? And no, if he's I, lying I don't know why we take, why we deal with these trolls. That guy's not an Eagles fan. All right. That's all. He's he, over with. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. Paul, Paul and Chester got it off his chest. Uh, that's not really his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, yeah, but uh, they need weapons. And yeah, I, it was I, evident yesterday. Yeah, it was uh, in neon. It, it was screaming at yesterday. Where's oh, Nelson Aguilar? What happened He disappeared there? yesterday. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, I mean... That, Maybe was, they were bracketing coverage to him. There was really, a couple of times I looked and, and, and you know, you're watching and, and you look at him and there's just no separation. There was, there was nothing there yesterday. And, and Carson did look at him a few times. But... As you're watching the game and you're there, you see things break open and you're like, oh, there it is, there it is, yeah. there it is. Not once when I was noticing, was it, was it Nelson Aguilar? No. Yeah, I mean, they're a young athletic team, so, you know, I'm sure they have some backs that's, that stuck them uh, all game long. And if you know that's the only weapon amongst the wide receivers, you know, it makes life pretty miserable for Aguilar. So I think once Alshon gets back, he takes a lot of that attention away. And it'll create some spacing for Nelson. Uh, Jordan in Philly wants to check in on the game. What's up, Jordan? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How we doing? Doing What's great, up, man. So, watching yesterday's game, the only difference that I saw in the last three weeks is that we had Carson Wentz on the field, which was great to see because he looks like he's back. Um, maybe a little rusty, but yeah. um, I think his I thought- interception was a little rusty, and, and the fumble. I guess you chalk up to the to the weather, maybe. Uh, but yeah, sure. definitely a little rusty. But you, you saw the flashes of what made him an MVP candidate. Absolutely. Um, I also thought that the reason why we couldn't execute as much on offense is because, like you guys said earlier, um, we just lack weapons. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's on the wide receiver department. Yeah, it's it's it stands out in neon. Um, the X factor of the team, though, is clearly the defense. I mean, all between week one and yesterday, the only thing that's kept us alive, and you know, the reason why we're two and one, is clearly the defense. I have no worries on the defense. Maybe on maybe with Jalen Mills at corner, um, you know it's a little shaky there. But you know I think they'll work that out in the long run. Um, my question to you guys would be: Is how do we approach the wide receiver problem? Um, and because there are so many slot receivers, um, I guess that they could trade for. Who realistically on the outside could you approach? Yeah, and Jordan, thanks for the call. Um, it's, it's so, so hard to know. And, like, you know, last week everybody's like, oh, well, the Lions are going to move on from Golden Tate. Well, the Lions just beat the Patriots last night, so they're now reinvigorated. Now they think, you know, the sky is not falling. So you really have to wait until probably week six at the earliest before somebody's willing to, unless it's a real surplus for a team, which who has a real surplus of wide receivers, you don't know until you know. You got to look at that. Uh, maybe that San Francisco roster and see what's going on because well, now with Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. perhaps out for the year, and you have a backup quarterback. And yeah. Uh, well, so I would I would approach it dots. like this. I would say, Hey, Nick, do you want to start? Because I do believe he has uh, a right of refusal. I think he earned that with what he gave you last year. So if he doesn't want to pick up and move his wife and kids to San Fran and he wants to ride out the rest of the year here, I think he's earned that right. If he goes, no, I want the opportunity to start, then I'm on the phone with John Lynch uh, You know, as soon as he said, yes, I want to start. 
Yeah, that's fair enough. He's afforded himself that. Yeah, I don't want to credit. I know uh, over uh, Aton over here will be uh, you know calling John Lynch himself later today, trying to get this trade in the works. But I just think if he wants to start and he wants that opportunity, bye. And if he doesn't, then you know you ride out the year here and and thanks for your service, Nick. Yeah, I, I, it's something you definitely have to explore if you're Howie. And, and uh, Nick, look, nobody understands that more than Nick Foles. He understands the business aspect of it. But I do think the, the Eagles would, would do right by him. Yeah. And, and probably, you know, say, hey, look, San Fran is, is inquiring about you. Are you interested? Yeah. I, I, I think that is a realist. Look, I know it's a business as much as anybody. But at the same time, there's something to that human aspect that of it. That sucks for the Niners because, you know, Jimmy G was. Well, it's funny. And you mentioned Detroit. Uh, well, yeah, they have new life now because you look at another team that looks like a team that may have been a playoff contender without Jimmy yeah. G. They're out. So, yeah, that, the whole Aaron Rodgers looks hobbled. A little bit. The NFC picture is, is still wide open, so that's why it's tough to gauge trade-wise who's going to become available. Uh, you know, there's, uh, there's not guys out there off the scrap heap that can come in and help. You know, maybe it, Corey Coleman got signed to the Patriots practice squad. I mean, he was cut by the Browns and the Patriots, so it's not like you get that excited if he comes no. in. So it's, it will have to be a trade, and I think it's just too early to know. Yeah, yeah, it's too early. And say, yeah, do the Eagles need some outside help? Yes. Absolutely, but it's just too early. Well, and then let's start with Alshon and and reassess. Yeah, and if if you if you look at this offense, once Jay Ajayi comes back, now you guys are starting to fit into roles. If Darren Sproles can get healthy, yeah, you know now you're now your Corey Clements of the world are getting those six carries, but they're 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 better six carries. If if you know what I'm saying, they're, they yeah. come in positions where he can shine as opposed to where it's out of necessity, and then things start to fall in place. You know, Aguilar goes maybe. He goes back into the inside, and when Alshon comes back, and then your tight ends look the way Carson looked at Dallas Goddard yesterday. You, yeah, that excites me. That, he, two, uh, that, two, that two tight end set excites me. Yeah, a lot. they were in three tight end sets a yes. lot. I think yes, I they have, were. Uh, do I have a stat on that? Uh, I thought I did somewhere. It's buried in here. Uh, but they were in it a lot. And yeah. Josh Perkins is a former wide receiver turned tight end, so I guess you know they felt comfortable with his route trees of uh, basically wide receiver routes. Um, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> help is needed. Alshon, please get healthy. Uh, and Jay Ajayi and Darren Sproles, I don't. I, I hope they're back next week. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hamstring with someone like Sproles is is scary because yeah. you, you just don't know that that um you know he he's a little guy. He's, he's we all see how jacked he is, and a hamstring like that with him who who relies solely on speed, that's tough. Uh, Ajayi, I would I would assume he. I know he said the words "I got to get right," yeah. which which scares it's you a little back bit. Scares you too. Yeah, but the fact that he came back and played the second half of that game last week, um, I have a, I I have no I would insight hope. on this, but I have a feeling he'll we're we're going to see him back. Yeah, because he might be one of your best weapons on offense right now. Five a.m. hours brought to you by Car Guru. Go to cargurus.com today to find great deals from top-rated dealers near you. That's C-A-R-G-U-R-U-S.com. Uh, and obviously, Derek Barnett made the, uh, the, the I guess, the play of the game on fourth and goal. Or actually, fourth and a couple yards. Uh, you know, They still had a chance to get a first down before the goal line. Yeah, um, He seemed like he was pretty good yesterday. Derek was, yeah. yeah. He's really good against the run. And, and we'll get in on the other side. I want to get into the defensive line because... They're not getting a ton of natural pressure, and it's two weeks in a row, and, I, and I'm wondering if that's something, do we need to blitz more? Do we need to be concerned about that? We'll, we'll talk about it on the other side. He's Bob Cooney. I'm Jamie Lynch, Fanatic Sports Times 523. The Fanatic at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. Well, I talk about my lawn a lot because it's important that it looks good year-round. 
The summer takes a toll on a lawn. The baking sun makes the grass dormant so it doesn't grow as green and fast. And the ridiculous rain we had this season makes everything grow, especially the weeds. That's why I use my guys in Natural Lawn. Fall is the perfect time to establish and thicken your lawn. Aeration removes small plugs of soil to help your lawn breathe. Now you'll notice the grass grow thicker and greener and ultimately overtake the weeds by simply having more grass than weeds. Regardless of where you live and how your lawn currently looks, Natural Lawn's limited time offer will restore your lawn's health and beauty. Schedule Natural Lawn's full service program and they will seed your lawn free of charge. The number is 800-FREE-SEED. That's 800-F-R-E-E-S-E-E-D. Choose my lawn care company, Natural Lawn of America, greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. 911, what is your emergency? Fox Tonight, the show critics call wild as hell, is back. The 911 Tonight premiere event continues. Earthquake! But first... There's a massive storm outside. The power grid is down. I need a trauma surgeon now! The Resident returns. All hands on deck. With a heart-stopping new season. Generators are failing. If we don't start relocating them, they'll die. Tonight, starting at 8. Followed by Fox 29 News at 10. Fox 29 News. We're local, but far from typical. This is 10 years in the making. We tell it like it is. This is just one piece of a much bigger story. We ask the questions that matter. Real quickly, what they take out of your house? Where's the money here, Mark? We're always in the moment. This is actually the best we've seen it all day. Just be patient. You're not going anywhere fast. See what happens tonight on Fox 29 News at 10. I used to have a sweet tooth. Had it removed when I was a kid. So what do I crave instead of chocolate? A big red box from Granger. Granger satisfies my craving for great customer service. With 24-7 support, effortless ordering, and same-day pickup or next-day delivery options. No busy signals, no cavities. I love Granger. You know why? Because when it comes to reliable product and technical support, Granger's got your back. Call or click Granger.com to see for yourself. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Save on your next oil change when you purchase five quarts of Castrol High Mileage Motor Oil and a MicroGuard filter for the price of Castrol Conventional, now $26.99. Plus, you'll earn double points during O'Rewards Member Appreciation Month and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card by mail. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When posting on most job sites, you get candidates. I'm the sales director. I'm the sales director director you're looking for. But when you post on Indeed.com, you get the candidates just right for you. I'm a sales director with an MBA, over 10 years experience, who's also fluent in Japanese. With Indeed, you can add screener questions for a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. Arigato. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. 
Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Pros in the know start with Lowe's. Because at Lowe's, pros can get up to 35% off select appliance special values. You can even save $138 on a GE Appliances White Kitchen Suite. Now only $14.68. Plus, from $9.25 through $9.27, ask for 5% off all in-store purchases. And save an extra 5% when you use your Lowe's business credit account. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Appliance special values valid through 1017. GE Appliances offer valid through 926. Credit offer subject to credit approval and can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details. U.S. only. I used to have a sweet tooth. Had it removed when I was a kid. So what do I crave instead of chocolate? A big red box from Granger. Granger satisfies my craving for great customer service. With 24-7 support, effortless ordering, and same-day pickup or next-day delivery options. No busy signals, no cavities. I love Granger. You know why? Because when it comes to reliable product and technical support, Granger's got your back. Call or click Granger.com to see for yourself. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 97.5 The Fanatic. Now, live, live on your iPhone, anywhere in the world, that you have a 3G connection. Search 97.5 The Fanatic in the Apple iTunes Store and listen in. Fanatic at five. And yes, we left you there at before the break with the, the defensive line. Now they're they're not bad. I, I don't want to. I don't want this. I want to preface this conversation. But the last two weeks, look, that Colts team has, is a young line. You had a rookie starting. You have a young center. Uh, you know the Bucks last week. You know their line's okay. I don't ever really recall hearing. You know they're they're an Eagles-esque offensive line. But that now that's two weeks in a row where, you know, Jim isn't really blitzing and the defensive line isn't getting a ton of pressure. Am I being hypercritical because... Yes. Yes? I, I do. I No offense, but yeah. No, that's fine. I mean, I, mean, I hear you. I, I think we're looking for them to be outside the, the Barnett line. sack. I just, I'm just talking sack wise. Like they're okay. collapsing, okay. they're collapsing pockets. They're very good against the run, but they just don't seem to be getting, as they say in football, getting home. Yeah, yeah. There is, there is pocket collapsing. I yeah, see yeah, yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah, no, I hear. I'm you. not totally raining on their parade, right? But I've noticed the last two weeks versus two lines, I felt they should have been able to get to dominate pressure on. They haven't. Yeah, I think we're looking for dominate. I hear what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. I'm not, but. We're looking for domination. We're looking well, yeah, for when I see Fletcher Reggie on, on, yeah. on a rookie. I think he should eat. And, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I, I just, um, I, I, it just amazes me how good they are against the run. I mean, look at that one scramble yesterday. And I think if you break that, if you take that away, it was like a thirty-three yard. If you take that away, they were like twelve for thirty-four yeah. rushing yesterday. They came into the league number one against the run, and and I'm sure they maintain that. Yeah, and, and the Colts passing game didn't do m- much, you know, at all. You know, luck was okay. I would call it okay. I, I think, uh, I think the D line had a lot to do with it. There was a lot of, uh, there was. Well, Early on, I remember somebody got a hand on on a thrown arm for luck when they were going for a first down. Yeah. I think there was adequate pressure, adequate to to above average uh, pressure, but that's not good enough for this line. I think that's yeah, what you're saying. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, like well, they're they clearly not going to blitz. Jim right, is right. not going to blitz, um, you know. And sometimes I think maybe it calls for a little press coverage from your secondary, changing your scheme momentarily, and and blitzing if your guys. 
you know, a lot of it was Andrew Luck was getting rid of the ball quickly, but that wasn't the entire game plan. There was plenty, plenty of times when he was back in the pocket, uh, you know, looking looking for stuff. So, you know, they did. I think that the book is out on the Eagles, and that's how you attack this defense is, is the quick, short release, uh, you know, a la Eli Manning and what the Giants do to the Eagles and, and just get rid of it quick and, and do the underneath stuff. But yeah. it's just, you know, I was curious because I wasn't sure, you know, if hey, I'm being hypercritical or, am I, you know, is that I, a real concern? Uh, I don't I, think it's a concern. You no, know it's I mean. not a concern. No, it, what it is, is I think, is that we're looking for just sheer domination and haven't gotten it really yet, but yeah. but it's it's better than I, I I don't think it's a concern. No, not not just yet. And you know, yesterday, James, with the weather being what it was, it just lent to it being a yeah. you got to muck through this thing, you got to grind through. And uh, you said it on your show yesterday from nine to ten. You said, "Look, I think it's an Eagles win, but it's going to be a tough game due to the weather." I said due to three, everything. I said three to four point one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I had thirty to twenty seven, and it was basically yeah. You said 30, 30, 27, 30, 26. I said uh, I would said, bet yeah. the Colts. I was with the Eagles you, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and. Yeah, that Colts field covered. just lent to it yesterday, and it got worse and worse as the day went on. Maybe it's not a coincidence that the Eagles went right down the field and scored on the first possession because the conditions were as good as they were going to get, and they only got uh, worse throughout the day. But like I said, I don't think the field was that bad to yeah. me. It looked fine. There wasn't puddles splashing up or anything like that. But that was just a muck it out win. And look, they're 2-1. and one. Yeah, you got to be happy. But at the same time, you got to wonder, all right, who are they? Uh, there hasn't yeah. been any domination. There hasn't been. I don't think anybody's coming away like, oh, everything's great. Is it great to have Carson back? No question about yeah, it. And you see but the Rams still out some there. Concern. You yeah. know what I mean? Putting up 30 plus points a game and a dominant game. defense. Yeah. And. Yeah, it's going to be tough this year. It is. It's a t- and and then you get Washington winning yesterday. The Giants winning yesterday. Yeah, you know. You know so I thought it was a Dallas brutal. W- yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> Dak Prescott has now thrown for under two hundred yards in like nine of eleven games. Right, or five something. straight. And I, I saw this somewhere. He's the first quarterback with at least thirty attempts or twenty five attempts with under two hundred yards. Yeah. There's only been a handful, and they're all mediocre I quarterbacks. Talk about Rick Meyer and I people like that. I love it. Yeah, so yes. they're, in, they're in a little bit of trouble. But what's going on? Washington surprised me a little well, bit. Well, they're a good team in the trenches, and, and Alex like Smith is a, is a good quarterback. Serviceable. And we'll get to Ryan and Potts down here in a second, because he wants to talk about this Clay Matthews hit. Now, it was the same time in the Eagles, but did you see the highlight of it yet? Yeah. yeah it, it is atrocious. It's concerning. It is. You know, when Alex Smith came out after the game and he said, look, you have a strike zone, and yeah, that's yeah. between knees and shoulders, and he hit me there. I don't I don't know what to say. I'll, I'll play Clay Matthews' uh, cut here, and then we'll get to Ryan. Did you uh, see the thing on Twitter, the Green Bay Packer fan? It said, how to how to sack a quarterback, and it's a guy. Oh, yeah, I yeah, assume it's he, his girlfriend. He, like, lays her down. He puts a, puts pillow, a pillow under her head, yeah. gives her a kiss on the forehead, <laughs> and then does his sack dance. Yeah, I that's mean. kind of what it's called. And, and it's messed up because Clay hits him right in, the, you know, right in the strike zone, in between the shoulders and the knees. And as he's going to the ground, you also see Clay like start to pull his hands away and roll. Like he does everything in his power to not, you know, excessively drive the quarterback into the ground. And yet it's still called. Alex Smith even said it's soft. Uh, but here's Clay Matthews after the game talking about it. Unfortunately, this league's going in a direction uh, I think a lot of people don't like. You know, I think they're getting soft. And, you know, the only thing hard about this league is the fines that they levy down on guys like me who play the game hard. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to keep playing hard. You know, maybe now, pass rushers, guys getting up to quarterback, you just have to attack the ball, which is, you know, I've been playing this game for over 20 years. That's how you tackle. So, we'll see. I mean, you know, something's got to change because, you know, the league's not. Yeah, and that's his third straight week with a roughing the passer call, and it just... 
Last week's was bad. This if week's was If you're going to over-litigate the league, then you got to take away the fines for stuff like that. The, uh, he should not be... And look, I'm not crying a river for Clay Matthews. He's he's made more in one day than I probably have in, in my past six years. Uh, six years? <laughs> uh, but... You can't, like, you got to drop the fine. There's got to be some kind of change because there, there's no reason these guys should be paying fifteen and $20,000, whatever it is, for a tackle. That wasn't even remotely dirty. And the scary thing about it all is, and I'm big on this and I've said it before, is that you learn how, and it's, this might sound weird, but you learn how to fall. You learn how to hit. You learn how to go to the ground after you make a hit. To change that up all of a sudden, you, you're taught, you lead with the shoulder, go in, wrap tackle. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, three quarters of the way down, you're changing your body so yeah, that yeah. you don't... You can't land. Now you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Like, seriously, you're, you're going to turn your body and boom, next thing you know, your sh- Clay Matthews shoulder is going to jam into a ground yeah. and it's good, you know, something's going to happen all because he has to change the way he's falling to the ground. It's ridiculous. Think about that. Yeah. You literally have to change the way you're falling to the ground while you're going down. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, you know, it hasn't happened to us yet, but the first time it happens to an Eagles player... Uh, people aren't going to be happy. Ryan in Pottstown joins us. What's up, Ryan? Morning, boys. Uh, new Wave Wednesdays, 1-0, James. <laughs> I'll have to get it going every week. Um, the, the, the job I do, I had to work yesterday, unfortunately. But um, when I pulled in to get gas at the end of my day, I was able to pull up the phone and watch that first drive. And That was the best part of the game. <laughs> tears, tears, tears of joy when that touchdown was scored. It's like, man, it's the guy's back. Our, our, our golden boy's back. And, you know, I, I have two young younger kids, and, and, and my daughter's 14, and she's, you know, getting into the game like, like a true Eagles fan should. And it's just good to know that the kids have that to look up to and, and grow forward with. Yeah, you know, great, like a, great player, like great role model. Totally, totally. But uh, and also yesterday when Carson his second turnover when he, you know, got the ball lost out of his hand and his his grit determination to go after that ball when he went when he was he was fighting for it. You saw him fighting for that for that turnover. Yeah, and uh, just just good to see, and, and just you know, onward and upward to next week. And again, I'm glad you guys touched on the Clay Matthews thing. That's, yeah, that was a joke. It's terrible. It's horrible. It's it's just bad for the league. All right, boys. All right, have, right, a, have great a great day, day, day man. Of the week. Take yeah, care, you man. too, uh, Bob. If I had to ask you, what do you think the line is next week? Eagles at Titans. Titans coming off a nine to six win over the Jaguars. Uh, what do you got? What's your guess? I, I got to figure. Uh, wow, mm. yeah, you have one, right? I didn't. I have not seen a line yet. Yes, I would I, say Eagles two line. and a half favorite. Wow, I believe it was Eagles minus two. You oh, so you're a half point off. Um, but yeah, Eagles minus two was the. Yeah. Uh, oh no, minus no. three. Oh, no, jumped a little bit. So minus three on the road next week in Tennessee. Marcus Mariota had to come in yesterday. Uh, Blaine Gabbert. Got hurt, and then Mariota still apparently can't even grip a football because he has that hand injury. Uh, so you know, we'll see. We'll get to. The I, deal I, next I don't mean week. to laugh at injuries, but it, it is amazing how many there are in this league. Anymore. Oh, it's, it's, it's. I mean, every. Do you week think there's just, a game any weekend where somebody doesn't come out injured? No, and big time 
yeah. contributors. Yeah. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, and, and now you got Gabbard and Mariota down there. Yeah, so. I have Garoppolo in my one fantasy league with Le'Veon Bell and Jay Ajayi. So I think I can just pretty much throw in the towel in that one. I have Le'Veon Bell in one of my teams, <laughs> Well, too. apparently the Steelers are willing to now listen to trade offers mm. for him. Uh, I'm not Wasn't it around Halloween last year when the yeah. Eagles made a big running back trade? I mean, you have to think, since he's a 100% rental and hasn't played yet, I mean, what, maybe you could get him for kind of like a second rounder? I don't think he's going to get a first. Well, teams have, have Pittsburgh, you know, where they want them right now. Yeah. But, if, but again, if I'm Pittsburgh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take anything less than one. That's what I'm going to, yeah. you know, say. But, I mean, you're uh, talking about the premier back in the league. It's really a bizarre situation. It Can is. you recall anything where a guy sat out this long over? I'm sure there has been. Been, I mean, we're just nothing talking comes three to games, mind, but man. I don't. I, it, nothing pops to the top of my Usually head. Maybe they, the colors have something, but yeah, I don't they know. fold by week one when you know he's turned down fifteen million dollars basically this year. What's he get fined a week? Like eight twenty five? Is, is, is it that much? I thought it was something in that. Yeah, area. I'm not sure on the fine, um, but man, that's you know, I don't. It sucks because he's trying to take back control to the players, uh, and especially at his position, and he's trying to. Uh, preserve himself in the, in the same time but man it's I just don't know if he's doing the right thing you know what I mean no I hear you and, and uh, look he, are you taking on the, the greater cause is that what you're gonna I'm not saying he's hiding behind that yeah he's probably looking at he said if I get this all about trying to preserve his money but at the same time yeah he, he goes Todd Gurley's getting this so and so's yeah. getting this and I'm two years older than them and uh, you're not gonna give me money because I'm approaching 30 like yeah, well, you know, I, good for him. But <laughs> I think all of us in this room are kind of get it while you can, right? I yeah. Mean, you put your head down, just keep playing. The better you are, the more you'll get paid. Uh, it, it, the greater good. I don't. I, I never really understood it. I hear you, but it's not like it's a union thing. It's not. Yeah. I, I just. I. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's, it's it is weird. baffling, especially since he's on my team. <laughs> he's Bob Cooney. I'm Jamie Lynch. Fanatic Sports Times five forty one. The Fanatic at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. Ram Power Days have arrived, which means great deals on the all-new Ram 1500 and the Ram 3500, just in time for football and tailgating season. 1500's available legendary Hemi engine gives you Hall of Famer power. And with 3500's best-in-class 30,000-pound fifth-wheel towing, you can haul enough heavy cookware and food for a whole starting lineup. Hurry in for great deals during Ram Power Days and see why more people are switching to Ram trucks than ever before. Now, well-qualified current lessees of competitive vehicles get a low-mileage lease on the 2018 Ram 1500 Express Quad Cab 4x4 with a V6 engine for $149 a month for 24 months with $2,999 do-it signing. Tax title license extra. When properly equipped. Class based on 350-3500 pickups since 2010. Based on IHS market U.S. household methodology and FCA segmentation of conquest data from U.S. new vehicle registrations for CYE 2010 to 2016. Call 1-877- Ram 5722 for details. Requires dealer contribution to lease the U.S. Bank. Excludes author FCA vehicles. 25 cent charge for each mile over 20,000. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 10 1. I'm Brian from 1 800 Got Junk. Two guys? You came with just two guys? All you have to do is point. It took six men to get that in here. What? But all, I... all you have to do is point, sir. What's going on in here? Hey, where's the... I, I, I just pointed at it, and it, it, it... But it took six men to get that in here. Is there any chance you could also get... <laughs> 
It's like magic. 1-800-GOT-JUNK is the world's largest full-service junk removal company. We are happy helpers in snappy uniforms. And we drive clean, shiny trucks. Clean and shiny and happy is what we're all about. We're happy to crawl through your attic. We're happy to dig through your basement. We make junk disappear anytime, anywhere. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.com. Morning, bud. How are you? Can I ask you to go easy on the bumps this morning? A little uncomfortable today. Guess you could say I have a real pain in the... Hemorrhoid problems, huh? You been checked out? No, I'm just hoping it'll go away. Look, I know it's tough to talk about this stuff, but at your age, you need to take a closer look at the problem. Me, my dad, and my sisters have all experienced the pain in the... And we all spent some time with the fanny doctor. (laughs) The who? Dr. Lowell Meyerson. We think he's great. Everything you need to know is on fannydoctor.com. I'm Dr. Lowell Meyerson, the only board-certified proctologist in Pennsylvania. I perform state-of-the-art procedures to treat your hemorrhoids, pain, and bleeding. I can help you to prevent colon cancer. Very often, patients' problems can be eliminated with simple procedures that I perform right in my office. Call me today at 215-379-0444 to schedule a personal appointment and visit my website, tinydoctor.com. If your end zone is in the red zone, call Dr. Lowell Meyerson DL at 215-379-0444. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Save on your next oil change when you purchase five quarts of Castrol High Mileage Motor Oil and a MicroGuard filter for the price of Castrol Conventional, now $26.99. Plus, you'll earn double points during O'Rewards Member Appreciation Month and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card by mail. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I used to have a sweet tooth. Had it removed when I was a kid. So what do I crave instead of chocolate? A big red box from Granger. Granger satisfies my craving for great customer service with 24/7 support, effortless ordering, and same-day pickup or next-day delivery options. No busy signals, no cavities. I love Granger. You know why? Because when it comes to reliable product and technical support, Granger's got your back. Call or click granger.com to see for yourself. Granger for the ones who get it done. Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When posting on most job sites, you get candidates. I'm the sales director. I'm the sales director director you're looking for. But when you post on Indeed.com, you get the candidates just right for you. I'm a sales director with an MBA, over 10 years experience, who's also fluent in Japanese. With Indeed, you can add screener questions for a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. Arigato. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. Want to listen to 97.5 The Fanatic on your iPhone or Droid? Make sure you upgrade and install our new apps today. Just log on to the app marketplace, search 97.5 The Fanatic, and click upgrade. Get more details at 97.5TheFanatic.com. Welcome back in Fanatic at 5. I'm Jamie Lynch in with Bob Cooney as Aton and Bob are coming up top of the hour. 
And yes, it was a win. It wasn't the prettiest win, uh, but they got it done. I don't think Aton's happy with the win at all. He sounds like Paul from Chester. And by the way, Emmett Smith, uh, good work by Sam. Emmett Smith held out for two weeks in a year. The Cowboys won the Super Bowl in a contract dispute down there. So it looks like Le'Veon going into week four now could be one of the longest uh, holdouts of a star caliber player. I can right, certainly Pastor, remember. He heard that I got him on my team and he's just holding out on purpose now. He's killing me and I miss James Conner by, by one pick. Oh, yeah. Hmm, I'm thinking of trading for him. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I, got, I got something in the works. I'll ask some Moving people about shaking. it later. Might have to. Uh, but yeah, around the NFC East yesterday, the the Giants go down to Houston and get a. I think they ended up winning by seven. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, or no, twenty seven, twenty two, maybe. Yeah, twenty seven, twenty two. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Saquon had I th- I think a good amount of receiving yards on the day. I know he had one big play. Uh, but they had five catches, 35 yards, ran the ball 17 times, 82 yards. So he gave them a good day. But Eli was great yesterday. Eli went. That's a good win for them. 25 for 29, no interceptions, 297. Damn. And they benched Eric Flowers, the the turnstile. So look at that. They bench Eric Flowers and they're 1 0. Mm hmm. Um, and then the Redskins at home, this kind of surprised me a little bit. They, you know, Aaron Rodgers is, he's gimpy. This guy is. I hate to say if on the Packers, I'm a little nervous about this contract, but I'm a little nervous. He on the downside? He just gets hurt all the time. Yeah, like he's a he's a he's got a little bit of a paper tiger in him. Yeah, yeah, and and what and they can't afford. Obviously, you can't afford one of the best players in the league to be that way. But they don't have any other weapons. And it's been it's been it's been what's been around Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you had Jordy Nelson, you had a nice receiving core there for a few years, but he's never had a running game. So like when he's nicked up, you can't just say, "All right, you're our workhorse today. You're going to get the ball 20, 25 times and we're going to rely heavily on the running." You can't. He's that playmaker like Carson. Yeah. You know, he makes the plays. He makes everyone else look better because he's a playmaker. But you run the risk of him always getting hit, and that seems to be what's happening yeah, with him a lot. Just, I mean, they put up 31 points. The Packers just have never been able to figure out that defense. Um, um, and, you know, it's going to prevent probably Aaron Rodgers from being a multiple, multiple super time, super, you know, time Super Bowl champion. Uh, but that's a good win for the Redskins yesterday down at FedEx Field. And then we talked about it briefly, the Cowboys uh, in Seattle yesterday. Yeah, they stink. They they stink. Could they be the worst team in the division? Yeah, I mean, they and the Giants are going to be fighting each other till the end for it. One and two now. Um, yeah, I, it, you just watched stinks. them yesterday. Watching that game yesterday, they're just so lethargic. They're just so bland. They're vanilla. They're no fun. You have Zeke. Zeke had a big day. Had a couple. Of, he broke off a couple of big runs. But then you got to put the ball back in Dak Prescott's hands, yeah. and you just like, well, that does nothing for you. Yeah, that doesn't really. Uh, and Jason Garrett never has impressed me. He certainly he's isn't gone. doing it. He's going after this year, yeah. if not before. If not before, we'll say that with with a little bit of confidence. Yeah. Right? Uh, just around the league, real quick. Yesterday, the Minnesota Vikings lost to the. It's basically the biggest upset uh, when you take the spread into account, and I'm sure this absolutely slaughtered people's suicide pools yesterday because I would get I would bet you fifty percent or more of most suicide pools. Uh, had the Vikings as a sixteen and a half point favorite over the Bills. They lose twenty seven to six. And between that one and the Saints week one, 
I think suicide pools may be wrapped up pretty early this year. Yeah, Saints was huge week one. I, I, you're, more than half the people had the Saints week one probably yeah, against I did. Tampa Bay. It's the first time yeah. I've ever gone out week I told one. you, a buddy of mine asked me. He, he always texts me, who should I take? And I gave him I gave him the Saints <laughs> in week one, so he's <laughs> out. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened uh, in Minnesota yesterday, but the Bills just uh, yeah, the manhandled them. Got really interesting The Saints-Falcons game was awesome. That ended up going to overtime. Right. Uh, it looked like, and fantasy-wise, I had Kamara. Uh, the final play, they, they actually overturned the touchdown to win it, and then Drew Brees gets the uh, dive over the pile, touchdown to win it in overtime. As they come from behind and beat the Falcons 43-37, uh, the Rams manhandled the Chargers yesterday. They look like they're uh, you know, a, a, a really, really good team. I'll, I'll say this. But if they also may at the have NFC? lost, they may have lost Marcus Peters. I didn't yeah. hear, but it looked like he was going off with an Achilles thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I say this only that it's three games in, but you have the Vikings here and I'm pointing high. You have the Vikings here in the NFC and everybody else is like oh, way yeah, behind the Rams. My, what did I say? Said I'm sorry, Rams. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Rams are up here, yeah, and say, everybody else is pretty far behind. After, They're good. After three weeks, I would have the Rams as the top of the yeah, NFC. They're really, really good. Um, but yes, they are. They are a nasty team. Uh, Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes continue their just. He's my new favorite player in the NFL. Non Eagle. He is a video game player. Out he there. really is. Did you see that one scramble? So, and so, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and I had to go against him in fantasy. The guy's just killing it in fantasy football. Uh, but I think he's got, what, is it 13 or 14 touchdowns? Through? He had three more yesterday, so, so that's, that's 13. 13, 13 three through games. three games. Yeah, and his his line yesterday of 24 for 38, 314, no picks, three touchdowns. <sighs> it's a second-year guy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Andy Reid does know quarterbacks yeah, a little bit, I he, think. Is, is he the most talented quarterback Andy Reid's ever had? Wow, you're just throwing hot takes out there, aren't you? Well, that's not a hot take, but it's a... I, you know, come on, we're three games into his career. Stop. You're going to dump on five? I'm not dumping it, on yes five. Yes, you are. I, I defend you're five. You're dumping on five. Patrick Mahomes looks like a more talented quarterback I can't, than five. I can't say that after three games. Sorry. All right. I can't. All right. Huh? No. Embrace the nope. bait, Bob. Embrace the bait. <laughs> Uh, some real quick Eagles defensive stats yesterday. The defense limited Indianapolis to 2 of 12 on third downs for a whopping 16% conversion rate, uh, marking the Eagles' best opponent third down percentage since November 23rd, 2014 versus Tennessee. Uh, they also held Tennessee to 2 of 12. Uh, this stat is minimum of 10 attempts. Uh, the Eagles kept the Colts to 1 of 5 in the red zone situations, replicating the 20% rate in their first home game of the season versus Atlanta. And that looks like a real strength of this team, uh, especially under Jim Schwartz. You know, sometimes Jalen Mills and other guys get, get roped into the soft coverage kind of in between the 20s. But man, a Jim Schwartz defense in the red zone, there's just, there's just a, there's, they have this confidence and swagger about them where you just feel like they're going to hold them. It's the equivalent of Carson Wentz going back uh, to pass on third down. Yeah. You just have that confidence. All right, something positive is going to happen. It was. It's amazing the feeling you, you get, and I, I think you guys shared this yesterday, with him in the, in the game and, and dropping back. 
you're just at ease. It's it's a total different feeling than you had with Nick Foles. Yeah, and nothing again. We'll say we have to you know, qualify with nothing against Nick Foles, yeah. but it is just a different feeling, oh, and yeah. I think it is for the players tremendously. Also, uh, Derek Barnett produces third career multi sack game, combining for one and a half sacks. Obviously, the big one down the stretch there. Uh, Barnett is now tied with Jordan Hicks. For the second most sacks on the team, uh, they trail both Fletcher Cox, who has three already on the year. Uh, Barnett and Cox split a sack for a seven-yard loss under the two-minute mark in the second quarter. Cox is now tied with Seth Joyner for the eighth-most sacks in Eagles history and currently ranks second among all-time Eagles interior defensive linemen, trailing only Andy Harmon. Good old Andy Harmon. You remember him? Yeah. Was, yeah. Boy, you had an Andy Harmon jersey. <laughs> no, but they were out there a lot. But Seth Joyner and Clyde Simmons got inducted yeah. into the Hall of Fame yeah, yesterday nice. at halftime, and that's very cool. There uh, really were a ton of Andy Harmon jerseys. Yeah, there were, actually. Uh, but Aton Shanner and Bob Cooney are coming up next. I'm Jamie Lynch. Thanks for listening to the Fanatic at 5. Fanatic Sports Times, 555.